great day to be alive. Uh, a quick update on a few of the strategies that I've been applying. But before I get to that, I'd like to just mention where I am uh, right now. I left California, heading to Wyoming, and I'm driving through Utah. Utah, by far, is one of the best states or locations in the whole United States and again that's all uh, that's expanding because I would have not said that five six months ago before I came here in my in my mind it was California Florida and I, I had a thing for Texas Texas just uh, had a, a good vibe to it but Utah Arizona are now on my radar really like the, the landscape, the environment, how, how freeing it is. It's, it's open. There's so much land available. And uh, love it. Absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to, for selfish purposes, to make sure I, I've got my mind wrapped around these different strategies, when to apply it, when not, what they are, and the more effective I can communicate it, the, the better teacher I am, the better example I could be. It's not enough to just succeed on your own, but to be able to share effectively the lessons that I've been taught, and uh, yeah, shout out to mentors as well, because give credit where it's just, Give credit where, where credit is due. I, everything I've learned, it's, it's all due to people that weren't selfish either, right? From, from Roger Holt, Aaron Wilson, John Tedesco, Josh Anderson, Lenny Smith, Ben Mock, Andy Tanner, Robert Kiyosaki. We have Tim, Mark, and Matt Justice. Tyler Craig. There's countless people, you know. I feel that as long as you take that approach, open-minded to learn from everything, which can sometimes be hard when you're skeptical, by taking that approach, you end up winning in the long term. So, jumping right into it, I... I want to start off with pretty much the positions that that I have, and if anything, this could be a, a pre-production audio to get my mind rolling on on the visual recording that I intend on doing. Just record it, or just downloaded a recording app on my laptop to see if I can record the screen and go through each position. Kind of explain a little bit of what is what for the beginning trader, but. As of now, I'll go ahead and speak it. Like I said, it's more selfish than not, but I know that in time, it's going to help me to better communicate. If I can speak it, it's going to be a lot easier when it comes to showing someone a visual on the steps and the positions that I currently have. So first thing I want to break down is the Disney trade that I've initiated. The Disney trade, I have a bullish bias on it and I was I 
set up the trade with a contingent order. Just recently, I talked a bit on a contingency order, but I set up a trade under a contingent order, and it triggered three, two to three days after I initiated that order, uh, which is a good thing, right? Because if it doesn't break that initial, again, I had a bullish bias on Disney, and there was a week and a half ago, week last week. The, the market was bearish and because of that well that's part of the reason why that initial trade didn't trigger but here's the positive in that that although the the Disney the, that's the, although the overall market was bearish that specific stock held its own and that's one of the things that stood out to me outside of all the other stocks that were on the list. So I decided to do a bull call spread on Disney. And again, I placed the trade two, three days before, but it didn't initiate until um, it actually triggered. And when the market began to rally up or began to show some bullish momentum, it, it triggered, right? It triggered. So, I'm currently in the trade. I am down, I believe, ranging between 6 to 14 bucks. But I put an expiration out three, three months. So, three to four months, actually. If it's not, I, I don't remember the exact expiration date. Uh, it could be September, August, September. But anyway. I put it out three to four months to give it time to do what it needs to do, take my profit and enter into a new trade. So again, a bull call spread is a bullish strategy where you believe that the stock is going up in value. And by buying the bull call spread, what you're doing is you're buying a call option and you're selling a call option against it. Uh, it's a limit, it's a max risk, limited loss type of trade the next trade that I want to go ahead and discuss is lift lift was uh, a mistake gone bad and what I mean by this is uh, I've, I've educated myself a lot before getting into actually the mechanics and what I mean by that is I read a lot, not a lot of books, but I read a decent amount of books before I had internet. Uh, and then I, I began to, I bought a laptop, uh, got involved in mentor programs, which allowed me to get more immersed into the program. So with Lyft, I will, all that to say is I've, I've been taught by mentors that it's vital to always, always, always have a stop. In, on every trade, put a stop loss on every trade. Um, it may be different if you're day trading and in front of your computer all day, but as far as swing trading and having a day job where you're not in front of the computer, you can't manage your positions all day throughout the whole time the market is open, then definitely place stops. Um, so yeah, with this one, I initially put a stop loss this I had a, a bear call 
called is a, a strategy where you have a bearish bias on the underlying stock. And what you do is you sell a call and buy a call against it. So this one is a credit trade. Disney was a debit trade, meaning I paid money to get into that trade. With the Lyft trade, it's a credit trade, meaning I got paid to enter this trade. So I received a credit, and the pros and cons of this is if the stock goes up in value, again, it's a bear call, so I have a bearish bias on the stock. If it goes up in value, I lose money. If it stays the same or goes down in value, I get to keep the whole credit. And initially, I had set a stop loss. I just to, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I'll use some 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 average numbers. I know that it was around fifty to to fifty five. But just to keep it simple, I had a I got into the trade, and I set a stop loss for fifty five. 60 and the stock was currently at 50 for an example and lo and behold the stock began to go up in value uh, when I triggered inside of that trade it began to go up in value which means that there was money being deducted I was I was losing on this position and in talking about it actually and talking about it, I'm not sure if I was negative on negative on the position. For example, it said I was negative 100 day two. I'm not sure if that was negative 100 with my credit included or my credit being depleted plus 100. So, for an example, if I had an $80 credit, I'm not sure if I was negative a hundred or if I was negative 180 but because of the credit it showed 100 so that's a good thing for me to actually uh, ask and find out but day one I was negative 100 and it's time I, okay so the mistake here's here's the mistake is I initially did have a stop loss for it to be uh, uh, triggered by back because I sold a call and bought a call against it. This was a credit trade. You sell first, then buy against it. So, in order for me to exit the trade, I'd have to buy the position back. So I'd set it, I'd set my stop to buy back the vertical spread at 55.60 for an example. And I did not put good to cancel on the clothing, which means that after I was triggered into the trade, the stop loss, if you will, was canceled. Um, so when it began to rise, when it began, when it began to to continue going up in value past that fifty-five, sixty mark, and I seen a, a higher loss than I anticipated, I had put a stop for me to lose about fifty-five to seventy bucks. If I'm not mistaken, these again, I'm just throwing numbers out, but I know it was around that price range. Um, but it was over that. It was over 100. So I was like, what the heck is going on? And I noticed it's because the good to cancel stop order was canceled out. 
So it's important to make sure you always put your stop losses, set them as good to cancel. Uh, you may not want to do that with your entering positions, depending on how how active and how much you want to manage it. You can, you can. It just depends. I recommend. It, it depends. I I did it with some, and some I didn't. Uh, if you're if you make if you know you could definitely make sure to to check that position every day and uh, make sure the trade hasn't gone against you uh, and keep it as good to a cancel you know but if you don't have the time to keep checking uh, then I would recommend uh, putting a good to end of day good good to close good to close good. I forgot what the what the other one is but pretty much it, it closes at the end of day end of day close of end of day until uh, end of day and and then you just reposition it again the next day uh, which both have nothing uh, it's all about what your approach is so again that was the lesson is make sure you do a good so cancel on all of your stop losses uh, so with the lift it started going against me but again I said like I said in the beginning it was a mistake gone bad it began to to go up and then after Around that hundred dollar loss in negative, it began to drop down. So it didn't break that initial support, or excuse me, it didn't break that initial resistance, and uh, still showing a good indicator that it's going to continue dropping in value. Uh, a lot of negative news, uh, not breaking that resistance, and also volume. So now I'm down 35 bucks rather than 100, which means, and that's because the stock is going down in value. That plus uh, the bear call spread is a theta strategy, which means that as time goes, I make more and more money with time. So for an example, uh, theta, time. So initially I was making a dollar, two dollars. If that, when I initiated the trade and Delta was working against me so I was losing more in Delta for an example if I had a negative Delta if it goes up I'm losing money so with a negative Delta the stock is going up I'm losing let's say 20 bucks and I'm only making let's say two bucks of theta I'm not making enough so that 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 spread is 18 bucks on the negative I'm still losing but as I get closer to expiration that means that I make more money with theta so even if Delta is, let's say, at 20, uh, but now I'm making uh, five. As we get closer to expiration, I'm making $5 a day on Delta, uh, 10, 15, and I could offset the loss based on the difference. Uh, still understanding more of, of the Greeks, the option Greeks for sure, but that's just the, my basic understanding of it now. And, uh, and yeah, now that I'm at negative 35, this week, uh, as long as the stock continues to either stay where it is, go down in value, or even increase a bit, uh, theta is now working a little bit more for me than it was before. And these are numbers that I need to solidify in my mind to, to hey, focus more on the numbers, because that's what's important. But um, this is where I'm at. So the next position is, so so far I've discussed D, 
Disney. I've discussed um, which one did I just talk about? Lyft. I just talked about Lyft. The next position would be McDonald's. Coffee. I know I said this in the beginning, but I really, really like Utah. A lot of land, just it's an amazing environment. But uh, McDonald's is the next position, and again, I had a bullish bias for McDonald's. And on this specific stock, I did a bull put, bullish bias, but it's a credit trade. Uh, a bull call is a credit bull put was a credit trade and I mixed it up a, a bit on, on these strategies which is good you know I want to be able to diversify and play different positions based on what the market is giving so a little bit on a bull put spread it's a credit position it's a credit trade and you have a bullish bias toward the underlying stock McDonald's was not impacted when the overall market with that when the S&P was on a two to three day bear market the McDonald's was holding its own as well which means that it gave me more confidence outside of the technicals outside of the fundamentals outside of the chart it gave me more confidence in placing this bet that when the market begins to correct itself, if it corrects itself, that McDonald's will continue to rise in value. And rather than entering the trade while at market value, rather than entering the trade that day, I decided to trigger above an initial resistance. And by me triggering above that official initial resistance, it reconfirmed to me that McDonald's in specific McDonald's particularly is going up in value. So after me setting up the contingent order, I believe a day or two as well, hit a trigger and bam, it triggered. It got me into the trade. Which means you can also do credit trades. You could also set contingent orders for credit trades. That's a very good thing as well because if you have a bullish bias toward a stock and you're receiving a credit uh, and you, let's say you enter the trade without it breaking that initial resistance assuming that you're bullish on a stock then you could enter the trade and it could tank right one of the one of the for me doing a lot of back testing on specific stocks that have been utilized by mentors that I'm connected with, I've done back testing and noticed that there was a lot of positions that if it weren't for the if it wasn't for the stock breaking above that specific resistance uh, it wasn't a good trade, right? The stock did not run up like intended like what the chart and pattern told us 
So with that being said, the opposite is true as well. If you have a bullish bias and you're playing the, the credit side of of the position and it doesn't break that initial resistance in this case, uh, you may not want to enter, enter the trade, which is why contingent orders are vital, at least for a beginning, at least for me where I'm at right now, uh, vital because same for this McDonald's position, I would have not felt as confident as I do now uh, if McDonald did not break that initial resistance. Uh, so with McDonald, uh, I believe I'm up 18 to 20, ranging between 16 to 20 bucks as of now. And hold on, this is funny. Um, and and again, it's a theta strategy. So today, you know, as the as the as the week goes on, I'll be earning more in theta time. As time works for me, I'll be earning more as time works for me. As long as the stock stays where it's at or goes down in value. Even if it did rise up a bit in value, I still... There's a threshold. I don't have the number in front of me, but there is a threshold, and that's where I had put my initial stop. Uh, whereas if it starts running against me, I have the ability to get out of the trade. Another thing is I have the ability to adjust the stop. Not 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 too sure how to do that yet. Um, I believe I, I'm not sure when it's effective to do it. Like I, I, I know there's a way to do it risk free. I just got to keep looking at the chart and numbers and see if it makes sense. Uh, but it's something good to realize I need improvement in adjusting stop losses to be able to create risk free trades. So after McDonald's, so after McDonald's, we have Tesla. Tesla. Tesla is doing phenomenal for me. And it broke, it broke down. This I played. It was a bear. I believe it was a bear call spread as well. Bear call spread. Selling a call, buying a call against it. And same scenario. As long as it drops or stays within a specific range of where it's at right now, I'll earn the full credit. Uh, if it runs up in value, I'll lose some of that credit. Um, and some if it continues to run but a stop has been set so if it does go against me I will be able to get out and buy back the calls at a loss or at a smaller profit depending on when and where the stock is if it hits that specific strike the next one and with Tesla, I believe that one, I'm up 40 to 50, ranging between 40 to 50 bucks within two days, two days, two and a half days. And all of these spreads are pretty much max profit, max reward 
type of trades. And what I mean by that is you, there's a, a, a max loss that you can take on the law on the, on the position, and that's usually, I believe, the difference between the spread that you pay, and you can minimize that risk by setting stop losses. So if the spread difference is 120, 200 bucks, you can minimize that by setting a stop loss before that, not allow it to get to its maximum loss. The same on the upside, you have a max profit, uh, but you could also exit the position before. Uh, it's good to have rules, some people 50, 75%, depending on where we are, how many days left till expiration, you could choose to exit the position. And the two final trades that I'm going to quick talk about is Pepsi. Pepsi is doing well. Is, is doing well, uh, as as most of them are. Uh, is also a. I have a bullish bias on it, so I put a bull put spread on this. And the bull put spread allows you to sell a put and buy a put against it, max loss, max max reward, max profit trade, beta strategy. And like I said, you sell a put, buy a put against it. You have a bullish bias on the specific stock. Stop losses, you can minimize the max lost, and that's all dependent on the time that it hits that stop price, how much you lose, depending on how soon it does it would dictate how much you lose. I'd love to record a, a video on, on how to use the PL chart specifically for options tips that I've learned from one of my virtual mentors, Tyler Craig, it'd be awesome to just share the knowledge. So anybody thinking about or uh, starting to get into the option realm, they, they know how to effectively use this tool because it is like this one lesson has, has changed my whole perception. I thought I, I had it, but uh, the game changes once you learn this one little tip that I learned from my virtual mentor. And I know there's more to the tool as well. You can fuck with the volatility and uh, there's other variables as well. You could, you, there's other variables you can adjust to, to pretty much give yourself a lot of what-if scenarios. Pretty much, um, yeah, give yourself a lot of what-if scenarios play with the calculator and see if it makes sense. Last position I'll talk about is one that has already been closed out. I absolutely did it on some copy mentors faith type of approach. Not recommended, not smart, but in my case it worked in my favor. I did what's called a butterfly spread, I believe, or just a butterfly, but I know that I ended up buying a call at 160, 
selling two calls at 155 and then buying another call at 145 for an example I don't remember the exact numbers but that's how it played out and initially for me to well, I remember what it looked like in the P&L chart as long as the stock stayed the same or went down in value or stayed between a specific range I'd win. If it went down in value, I'd win. If it stayed between that specific range, I'd make more money. It was less than 14 days of a trade, not meant to stay till expiration, I believe, either. Um, but receive extra money based on volatility. So because volatility was high at that point, um, premiums are expected to increase in value, which allows you to buy some positions and sell, close out the trades at a higher cost. So yeah, those are uh, six positions that I've been able to utilize. And again, in me explaining it, I first of all gain more clarity for myself be able to auto-correct myself, whether I'm not understanding something correct, I may go back and say, oh, that was my perception of, of how or, or how to, of why to apply something or how I was applying it, and it could be completely wrong. The numbers speak loud, marketing will teach lessons for sure, but there's nothing greater than, than education. I can't say I've, I've, uh, I've arrived, and I, I don't think I ever want to arrive. I like the the journey of constantly educating, but if it wasn't for the, the time and the commitment I've put into educating myself now, I don't believe I would have ever uh, gotten to where I am. Uh, with that, I want to go ahead and end with uh, a lesson that I'm still learning to apply. Uh, mentors are preaching on it, and I do feel it's vital especially if anybody's looking to begin trading and I mean regardless if you have the money or not I don't think anybody wants to lose money so why not approach it smart um, if there's one tip that I can give to anybody that's starting out it would be the step system uh, disclaimer I'm not the founder or creator of this uh, the step system if you will but it's worth sharing. Uh, like I said, if anybody's starting, I, I would not. It wouldn't do me well to introduce you to the realm of trading, and then you put the blame on the wrong person. Which I'm cool with taking blame, but it won't be effective for your financial future and you moving forward in life, like you're supposed to, uh, and taking responsibility. But all to say, the step system is an acronym for how to approach a trade and S standing for stop loss we talked about that earlier is always having always 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 having a stop loss set for all of your trades and if you don't set it under a contingent order if you if you choose to not do it as a contingent order you better at least have a game plan of when you want to exit the trade The 
reason for that is and I've read this before and I've found it to be true is your emotions elevate as soon as you hit as soon as you you enter the trade so I've placed a couple of trades on, on Robinhood and as soon as you're in the trade it's 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 different it's different than than virtual account and your emotions are more connected to what's going on and you tend to not be okay with losers so pride tends to get in the way and you think for some odd reason that the market is going to work for your favor so you allow that emotion to play in and you stay into you stay in the trade longer than you need to be and you end up losing more than you need to lose so knowing when you want to get out and if you could set stop losses before are vital because it eliminates that emotion as long also as long as you don't go in and start trying to play market god and changing when the stop if you set a stop loss at you know 50 two days into the market you change the stop that's also breaking a rule so always having a stop loss set in every trade on every trade the next one is target target is vital it's uh, also knowing when you want to get out of the trade outside of the loss side it's also important to know when are you okay with profit right because we humans tend tend to be optimistic with some things and pessimistic with others when it comes to putting money in the market it seems natural to believe that we made an investment and we're going to become millionaires or billionaires through that one investment and that's not the case at all we have to keep in mind that to be an effective trader you have to identify yourself as a trader as well what I mean by that is there's swing traders position traders uh, day traders and you know as a position trader yeah you'd be okay with staying in a specific stock or a trade longer than most people would in fact I believe position traders aren't big on options they're more on the covered call side As a swing trader, or even a day trader, you definitely want to make sure that you know when you are okay with profits, because we're in and out kind of guys. We're special ops, if you will. I like that special ops mentality, in and out. And while day traders could also be labeled as special ops. I look at swing traders as someone doing a thorough job cleaning up the mess after. And being okay with the end result. So as a swing trader, you want to make sure that you have that target in mind. Are you okay with 50 bucks profit? Are you okay with a hundred dollar profit? Are you okay with 200? Because there's going to be situations where if you didn't set that target, uh, 
the stock continues to go up in value, you can make way more. But again, the flip, the opposite is true as well. Just like I said, that emotions um, could get in, in, in the way of being an effective trader. You don't want long term. Long term, you don't want it to go against. Right? You don't want it to to hit your target. Goes a little bit above. You're like, I can make more money, and then all of a sudden, it goes against you. Uh, yeah, you may have some winners that continue to run, but from a macro point of view. From a systemic point of view, from a long-term trading point of view, you definitely want to make sure that you approach the market smart and have a system. And uh, if, if you if you're not experienced enough to create a system, then learn from others that have systems already in place. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. Like a lot of successful people share, and that's actually the reason, the purpose, and why a lot of successful people share and teach it's to help somebody minimize the time to be successful than it took them if i said that correct so outside of t target so so far we've gone over s stop always having a stop loss t target always setting a, a target knowing when you, you're okay with profits e I'm getting something wrong. <laughs> e is exit. Exit strategy, but isn't I thought that would go into I thought that would tie into stop. Now that I'm thinking about it. But for now we're gonna run with it. E is for exit. So just to remind you twice, no when the heck you're gonna exit the trade. And don't forget it, that's how important it is. <laughs> and P is position size. So position size is, let's just say, because there's scenarios where the stop is not going to be effective, where uh, the stock gaps down or gaps up, depending on your bias and your setup, and it doesn't stop you out when you want it to. Well, you don't want to be in a position that you can't afford. So if you have a position that is requiring $7,000 of margin, collateral and you can't stomach that loss if worst case scenario happens don't be in that trade right that's not a trade you need to be in you need to start smaller build your confidence build your money and scale into uh, bigger positions when you're confident so that's the step system stop target exit and position And remember, we are one.